Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Truth About Trucking, live, hosted by Alan Smith, a 30-year OTR veteran, business entrepreneur, and motor carrier transportation consultant, specializing in assisting students and new drivers, and pushing forward to raise the standards of the trucking industry. And now, live from beautiful Citrus County, Florida, here's your host, Alan Smith. Good Sunday afternoon to everybody. I'm Alan Smith. This is Truth About Trucking Live, and we are live again from Citrus County, Florida, and we are about 80 miles north of Tampa, so you'll know where we're at. And a beautiful sunny day here in Florida. I hope you're having good weather wherever you are. And uh, Barry is with me again today. Barry, are you there? Yeah, I'm, I'm out here, Alan. <laughs> you're out there? Yeah. <laughs> Like all of us, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we're um, right now. We're waiting for. We had a kind of a special, kind of a fun show we were going to put together today uh, with one of our former guests. Uh, we're kind of waiting for him to call in. He he's a busy guy, Chet. He might uh, might have been called off to work or something. So uh, we'll just kind of hang on and see if he uh, pops up. But uh, we were going to have a little fun today. But we'll just kind of wait and see. Maybe he, uh, like I said, got called in to work or something and. Uh, uh, you remember we had him on the show, um, what was it, March 22nd, about the biofuels and alternative energies? Yeah, yeah, he was on. Yeah, he had that uh, uh, degree in chemistry, and he was into all that, so you might remember him from that show. And um, he, you were telling me he, he's pretty good with these uh, celebrity impersonations, so we thought we'd kind of put together a good show. And But he gets called out a lot, and... Uh, from his work, and you can imagine he's a pretty busy guy. So, you know, maybe that maybe he got called out and just wasn't able to get with us, Barry. What do you think? Okay. It's not looking good, you know. I'm thinking he might be up on JetBlue right about now. He flies out a lot on Sundays, but I kind of, oh, man. Yeah, but, I know. I mean, last time he was here, you know, he told us that he, he traveled quite a bit and stuff. And Well, you know, that's that's the business world, so, you know, that that's fine. You know, we wish him the best wherever he is, and maybe, you know, maybe he'll still call in. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, trucking show Sunday, we'll uh, – I like this trucker Sunday show. We kind of do it every two weeks, and that's really your schedule, Barry, but it's, uh, it's a pretty good deal. I mean, it's kind of a fun show. We talk about a lot of good things. So have, have you been keeping up with a lot of the trucking news going on right now about uh, all the – you know, the – uh, the parking area and the lack of have you have you been uh, able to uh keep up with any of that with your working and everything yeah i noticed that they, in virginia they're talking about closing parking areas and also i heard and i didn't read this that they were considering doing some of that in florida and i thought that was pretty would be pretty rough you know considering uh that you know they already don't have a place to park and you know with the hours of service and all that they're, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're parked along the ramps, and they're, what they're attempting to do is to run legal, and then the police have to come along because it's a dangerous situation and get them to move, and you know, then they're out and they're running illegal. So it's, it's really a struggle for these guys. Well, I haven't heard about Florida, but um, I, I know that Virginia is a big thing. Uh, you know, Daniel Audet, he's a great guy. He has the uh, thetruckerstar.com. You have to put that the in front of it. The, thetruckerstar.com and uh or thetruckstar.com and but he also has a great uh, talk show that you can find it there on that side and he's been uh, getting the word out there a lot and um these uh two brothers what were their names Donna I have it right here um the the Schaffners right Frederick and Mike Schaffner um they've been uh they're doing a lot. Their website, their main website is the AmericanDriver.com. That's a great website. Um, I mean, tons of information. And those two guys have really been going going to bat for truck drivers, uh, as well as Daniel Aldette and his and his uh, Truck Star show. And um, but just getting the word out there. And I think even uh, uh, I believe it was Mike, Mike or Frederick, one of the brothers, maybe both, were even up in Virginia. Uh, speaking in front of the board there about this uh, closing this 
rest areas, you know, the crisis there and everything. So it's really cool to see uh, all these websites and these drivers and former drivers all coming together and working in unity and really, really trying, you know, really making a change to the trucking industry, which we've been saying for uh, it's kind of our slogan, you know, raising the standard of the trucking industry. But I haven't heard anything about uh, Florida. And now I just heard this morning, I think, what was it, Donna, that July 1st, Virginia was going to close the rest areas? So um, and you're familiar with I-81 up in Virginia, aren't you, Barry? Yeah, I've been it runs down to, uh, yeah, yeah, sure am. I've been on it. So it's those rest areas there, and I guess they're going to close those down to try to save $12 million. $12 million is a lot of money, but <laughs> where's, where's the driver going to stop now, you know, to rest? Sometimes you can't help it. You end up two miles from a rest area, and, you know, you're at your 11 hours driving, so I guess they just drive illegal now. But, you know, but we're watching that pretty close, just like Daniel and, the you know, the uh, Scheffner brothers and everybody else is getting involved and, and uh, so that's really been really been a big deal in the news. But the last thing I heard was that uh, there was no law to like put a waiver against that. So it looks like unless something changes, that July first, those rest areas in Virginia will still close. So, but you know, at least there's a lot of us out here, you know, making waves and getting it known because a lot of the trucking information and news is really really getting out in the news here lately more than it has in, you know, the last 20 years. Yeah, and, I mean, it's a safety issue, and, and every driver out there has been just so tired you can't keep your eyes open and you're you're trying to stand in the seat and, and slapping your legs. And, you know, and I mean, everybody out there has gone through that, and, and you know you you know you got to rest, and if you don't have a place to do it, that's just – I mean, if they're short on cash, I think they need to cut back somewhere where it's not putting people in danger, you know. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, I can see the point. I mean, we're in this recession, and, uh, uh, you know, the states are just trying to save money. But then again, you know, it's it's a safety issue, so, you know, they're going to yell at you one way or the other. You know, if you keep driving, they're going to yell at you. If you stop at a rest area, they're going to yell at you. And, and, you know, it just doesn't make any sense out there, but... Well, you think about the fuel taxes that trucks pay. I mean, they more than pay their share. You know, you're burning up. <clears throat> I mean, I run, what do I burn, 60 gallons a day? That's probably nothing compared to the over-the-road guy. But, you know, at a half a buck a gallon, it more than pays for a parking spot somewhere, you know, when it comes time to, to rest, you know. So I re- really think they need to relook at it. Part of the problem is the research that was done was uh, – into how many spaces are available was done by an organization that represents the truck stops, and you know obviously they they want you know they want people to park in the truck stops, not rest areas. So they're definitely not looking for new ones to be opened. I'm not sure if they're behind what's going on in Virginia, but the data was based on seven days occupancy, and uh, when you factor Saturday and Sunday in, it would indicate that there's all kind of parking. But if you just went with Monday to Friday, what you're going to find is guys sitting on the shoulder of the road. So that, that's part of the problem is the legislatures are being fed some data that it may be accurate, but it's not realistic because guys aren't out there on the weekend, you know? Yeah, you had told me about that. I had made a post about that on Ask the Trucker, uh, just about that. That had to do with NATSO, the National Association of Truck Stop Owners, right? Yeah, they're probably not going to like us. But, yeah, that's what they did. And, you know, uh they they came up with somewhere around a 70% occupancy rate. But, you know, the rest area is on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, right now the rest area, is, there might be one truck sitting in there, you know, so they're empty. And when you and you when you put that in the equation, it, it, it looks way different than reality, you know. Yeah, I, I posted that too, thanks to you. And they, because uh, they, you know, you don't know what time that they uh, did that little uh, parking space count, you know, like you had said. I mean, did they did they check it at 10 a.m. or did they check it at 10 p.m.? You know, that'd be a big difference. But, and I I can see the truck stops, uh, you know, reasoning. I mean, of course they want you in the truck stop spending your money, but but it's the little games like that, you know, that everybody plays, and then Congress jumps on it and says, well, you know, we've got this report right here that says there's plenty of parking spaces, and they never really just ever seemed like they want to get down to the bottom truth of anything, you know. Yeah, yeah, they just, you know, well, that's the data they're being fed. But uh, the good part is these people, these two fellows in Virginia and people like that, maybe you can 
get get them to notice, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lot of uh, a lot of information getting out there, and uh, you know, thanks to these guys like Daniel and and Damian and Frederick and Mike, and and uh, they're really doing a great thing. Um, I think you know Frederick. I believe he's he's kind of known as uh, Silver Surfer on Twitter, and so they're always on there and keeping this thing in the news and Trucker Desiree and and everybody. So it's pretty cool to sit here and watch, you know, because I mean, 30 years in trucking, and I was on a I was reading a blog the other day uh, about some of these veteran drivers, and they were talking about uh, we've known about these problems for 20, 30 years, you know, and and you know we've just never done anything about it, and that kind of struck me funny. Like, well, you know, you've never done anything about it, so. You know, now a lot of a lot of these people are jumping on and trying to do something about it. So I, I think it's pretty cool to sit here and see kind of the changes that are coming about and everything. Just just even within the last you know couple of years or so. So we'll just kind of keep our uh, eyes open on that. And, and I'm sitting here looking, Barry, and I, you know, I, I guess I guess John Wayne got called to a western or something. I guess. I I'm wishing I called them yesterday. I called them today, but I, uh, man, I apologize. Oh, it's okay. It's no big deal. You know, I think it's funny when uh, uh, I listen to, you know, I listen to tons of talk shows. You know, both conservative and liberal, and you know, just a little bit of everything. And and they'll they'll have this big guest planned, and um, and then he doesn't show up. So the the guys left there to talk for about, you know, well these guys are left there to talk like three hours. I don't know how they do it, but. But that's part of it. See, so what you're telling me is I ain't allowed to hang up and hang you, huh? Oh no, no, you have you have to hang here with me. <laughs> so Donna keeps adding things here to me. Let me see. Uh, she uh, she she throws this stuff at me, and then I have to stop here and decipher it and try to figure out what she's writing. So well, it is. It is I I could announce it is my wedding anniversary today. Whose? Mine. Yours? Yeah, yeah. Twenty three years. Is that right? Yeah. Well, congratulations. I said I told the wife. I said, "Yeah, I got a show to do at a wedding anniversary." She she said, "Go." <laughs> <laughs> she she said, "You do a show, you come home so happy, you know." But yeah, 23 years ago today, I uh, boy, day I'll never forget, you know. <laughs> well, I hope you mean that in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> I I cut the wife's Ethernet cable before I left the house, so she can't hear none of this, you know. <laughs> yeah, but 23 years ago today, and 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 I and the vodka was just starting to wear off, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, oh, oh my God, what have I done? You know, <laughs> twenty-three years now. Where'd y'all get married? Uh, at Philadelphia. We were living in Philadelphia, Philadelphia. at the time. Yeah, I got went to the JP shop. I didn't do nothing fancy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's just how I am, you know. But, but hey, hey, it might not have been done exactly the right way, but uh, we're still married. So something must have, something must have clicked, you know. Must be doing something right because you hear about, you know, all the divorce rate and everything out there. So hey, I, th- I think that's awesome. Yeah, well, that's a topic for truckers. Did you know that truckers are like tied with doctors? Or something, you know. And and the only difference is the doctor's wife gets a, gets an alimony. The trucker's wife's got to try to figure out where in the world he's at. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it it's uh it it's rough. You know, we we hung in there. You know, and uh, it's just it's just so hard hard with the hours being away from home so much and all. But uh, yeah, I know. Even with local driving. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you put in a ton of hours, and you know. You know, I hate to tell you, Barry. You know, you're not getting any younger there, buddy. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm noticing that. <laughs> yeah. It it puts it's it wears down your body, I tell you. And I I spent so many years in furniture moving, and you know, when when I hit forty, uh, that was a number for me. I just felt it, boy. My body changed at forty, and then you know, last month I hit the big five zero, and it's changing even more. But I don't guess we're doing too bad. No, well, I've been, you know, I've been up and down. I've been struggling with my health off and on for a few years, but I'm doing some real, real drastic measures and uh, all uh, natural. And uh, to tell the truth, I woke up Friday. I was like a three-engine freight train. I mean, I ran out. I was. You ever heard of Dreamweaver? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was Have just, I ever heard I of? Did, I hear about it every day. <laughs> so if I did four hours on Dreamweaver, four hours out the yard, you know. And it, so I just think as you as you get older, you know, you just need to, to live your life a different way, you know. And I'm I'm trying, you know. So well, you're working on some good things. I mean, I don't know if you're ready to to discuss it, or are you, are you wanting to hang off on that, or 
Uh, talk about some of the things you're you're working on, like with Dreamweaver and stuff. Well, with Dreamweaver, what I'm doing is building a site to uh, help people to become uh, independent, energy independent, health independent, and food independent to the degree that that's possible in an ur- urban environment. You know, and uh, what what I'm finding out there is, and I I classify them two ways. There's the uh, the, the Ruby Ridge type of people. Yeah. That, that they're living they're living on a mountain somewhere and they're they're shouting obscenities at the ATF, you know. Yeah. They're self reliant people and the other group I, I just and this is in a loving way, I I classify them as hippies, you know. Yeah. And and they got beehives in the backyard and they're and but they, they essentially live the same life, you know, they, they take care of their own needs and uh you know however different they may view life politically, um they're they're self reliant people. And here here's the thing you gotta understand about self reliance. If I can't feed myself, how do I feed my brother? You know? Yeah. So it it's not a bad thing. You know, that's a big thing up in Oregon. Yeah, it is. We got friends up in Oregon. I just, yeah, they're probably listening right now. Yeah, they're 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 you're all hippie. <laughs> <laughs> I live here in the south. We we we're the redneck variety of green, you know? Yeah. So uh you know, but it's pretty fascinating, and and you know the website's part of it. You know, but I just I I wanted to 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 create a context where both groups could kind of come together and work towards a common good. You know, and uh, there's things that we all can do. A lot of what, and you know me, Alan. A lot of it's stuff that you can do for free. It's taking things that uh, are maybe considered waste products and turning them into tomatoes. You know. Yeah. And uh, for. For the cost four dollars or two for caulking, you know, we 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 sealed every little part of our house. We cut our electric consumption by thirty percent, you know, but it's not all obvious stuff that you would think of, you know. So I want to have stuff like that up on the site, and uh, I'm not currently generating my own power, but that's coming. Really? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I can imagine knowing you. <laughs> yeah. But I've seen some of the stuff you you do and things you've done, so it's pretty amazing. And I think many many people out there just aren't aware of it. So I think it's going to be really cool. I mean, when do you, when are you expecting your site to go live? The, the site within the next couple of weeks. The initial site and and you know here's part of there's some personality that trickles in here. I already can make web pages, but I just. It, it's it, it's going to be like Bank of America's site, you know. Yeah. Everything's got to be perfect, and and there's some value in that. I could have hired somebody to build it, but if I'm the self-reliance guy, I really needed to do it myself, you know. Yeah. Well, you've got that Dreamweaver, which is awesome. So I know it's going to be a killer website, and and you're you're on Twitter. You're getting you're getting yeah. involved on Twitter. Yeah. Anybody's out there listening, Barry Eleven Hundred. Yeah. And also anybody's out there listening that's been sending me. Messages and all. I know there's a couple truckers out there. I, I'll get to them. I'm right now pretty Twitter dysfunctional. Okay, <laughs> so it, it's all new to me. I didn't, you know, I kind of got the concept down with this, uh, with parts of it. But yeah, anybody go to hit on Barry 1100, and I'll be putting up links. And uh, when the when I first kick off the web page, I'm just going to uh, give some free reports on how we cut our electric by 30. percent That's what I'm, I'm talking about. Spending next to nothing and doing that. So it's possible to do. You know. Yeah, well, I know you got a lot of things going. So you're at Twitter, twitter.com slash Barry1100, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess that's how. I never thought about that. But, yeah, I yeah. About, once you get on it, Barry1100, you know, and uh, if anybody wants to send me a death threat. Did, did, did you know, I was listening to a talk radio show. Did you know that until you get a death threat, you're not really a talk radio show host? Really? So, yeah, so, you know. Oh, man, I haven't got one. I'll send you one. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't follow through with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just some kind of humor show. But, yeah, you get me started on this greeny stuff, you know. But it's not political. I, I mean, I, I just want to emphasize, I think part of the problem now is there were some great, and I mean great shows that emanate and primarily out of California. And I uh, download the podcast from iTunes or, or whatever source, and I listen to them in the truck, and they give out tons of great information for 50, it's a 60-minute show. For 58 minutes, they give out great information, and then they say, do you have anything else to say? And the guests will say, yeah, George Bush sucks. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so it's, yeah. it's it's almost like that if you care about the planet and if you're trying to uh, to, to grow your own food and and, and, and live a, a happy, self-reliant life, that you got to be political one way or another. So I'm, I'm just what I'm attempting to do is find some middle ground there where we all can come together and accomplish some things, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, I know um, Blog Talk Radio has a great show. Uh, what is it? I know it's uh, uh, alternative. alternative Energy. I listen to it. It's a good show. It's yeah, a great show. Oh, they do a great job. Yeah, they got more time than me. They do a show every day. You know, I'm probably going to eventually 
either do a podcast, you know, or a blog talk. I, I, I think blog talk's the way to go, you know. Yeah, it, it's really big, and uh, and uh, yeah, once you get going, get in there and start that show. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of people, a lot of drivers that are interested in the green and the green style, the green lifestyle, and everything. I don't know what you call it, but green. My 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 company's called Green Freedom Online. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, green. Yeah, freedom, baby, freedom. Yeah, yeah. See, I've been I've been thinking greenfreedom.com. No, that was taken by uh, uh, I, it's not, uh, green free. I don't even know why they had it. It they, they had. To, I, I I tried to get that website, so I went with Green Freedom Online, which is it's kind of long, but it, it'll work, you know. Oh, that's cool. So, but the, the freedom's a big part of it, you know, because I, I I I mean, I've gone from uh, and as far as the health part of it, I. Everything that a person grows themselves, if you, I mean, it's just, there's no comparison. I mean, food's medicine in its own right, if it's the right kind, you know, and the, yeah. the food chain in this country, you know, because of modern farming is demineralized, you know, and the human body is made to run on like 40, I'm going to use the word minerals just to keep it simple, but about 45 minerals that for thousands and thousands of years the human body ran on, and now when you go to the supermarket, you might think you're eating healthy, but you're getting about six. You know, so it, it's even more than just, you know, saving a buck, you know. Well, listen, uh, <clears throat> greenfreedomonline.com, that's going to be your website up in a couple of weeks, right? Y- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard of Dreamweaver, man? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm on there. I got the, yeah, I found out how to throw the keywords into the, into the, into the source code without a, so I'll have to teach you. The what now? I, I know how to throw the keywords into the source code so Google finds it. So, oh, you know, there you go. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm on my way, yeah, but it, it, it ought to be pretty cool. I'm going to start doing uh, some videos as well, you know, just showing people. I got uh, a, a garden I put in for a friend and absolutely the worst talcum powder, sand, nasty soil I've ever encountered. Yeah, I wonder who that was. <laughs> I think his name was Alan Smith. Hey, and let me tell you, just wait. Everybody just wait till you see this. I mean, my yard here, we're only like maybe as a crow flies, maybe seven, eight miles from the Gulf. So our yard out here is nothing but sand. I mean, pure sand. So Barry came over, and he said, you know, you can grow tomatoes in that yard. And I just laughed at him. I said, nothing's going to grow in this sand. And I have pictures images and we're taking it step by step and we planted them two weeks ago and they are high and green and let me tell you this is going to be cool this is going to be a part of greenfreedomonline.com wait till you see what this guy and his product can do i mean if you can grow stuff like this in pure florida sand think what you can grow where you're at so yeah i know what friend you're talking about yeah, I figured. It's cool, well, though. Well, well, when I started in Ocala, you know, there was a lot of trial and error, you know, and I, I thought the soil was just so poor. I thought, what in the world am I going to do, you know? And I didn't know very much, you know, but it did have a strong desire. And uh, when the health benefits started showing up, and, and you know, and I've been struggling some, but, but I'll, I'll tell you what, when when you get and minerals, these minerals that your body needs, your mind gets so clear. I, I, and I'm not even selling that. I'm, I'm giving that information away. It's not like a product or anything, but the fact that you can just roll out of bed and think straight, the whole world looks different. I can't, it's like a fog lifted when I started e- eating eating organically grown foods, you know. And uh, I think we've forgotten that. I mean, you know, we had a garden growing up. My mom was an expert gardener, and she could grow anything, still can. And... Uh, it's been so many years since I've had, you know, vegetables from a garden that you forget what it tastes like. And you brought me those uh, tomatoes you grew in the Florida sand, which I never would have believed. And I, Don and I lit into those things. And, man, you talk about being flooded with memories as a kid. That is how I remember them tasting. And you forget about that if you don't, you know, if you don't go about eating things from the garden. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you know, go- one of my best friends in New Jersey, he's, like, he's got 400 acres. He's a farmer, and it's not, I'm not hello? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, and I'm not, I didn't want to be saying anything to criticize farmers. They work really hard, but the modern method used, they're only replacing uh, a couple of things. That's all they can, you know. So what you were tasting was 
was uh, wasn't your imagination. You're tasting the other forty minerals that are in there that your body desperately needs. You know. Yeah, you know, and farmers have to do that. I mean, they have to they have to pull a yield, and then with the uh, the prices of crops going way down, you know, so that's understandable. But boy, when you taste one, I bet it had been, oh man, twenty five years maybe since I had tasted something from a garden, and man, it was nice. Well, well, the soil uh, over time. Uh, if you remember, do you remember when you were a kid? The, my dad used to call them honey wagons, or the manure sweater, spreaders. Are you familiar with them? Yeah. They drag them behind, and I used to live up in Pennsylvania Dutch country. They they drag them with horses up there, you know. Yeah. But uh, the produce uh, was was mineralized because of the methods they were using, you know. Yeah. But now it's so competitive. If a, if a guy tries to grow watermelons doing it that way, I. They, he just can't sell it, you know. My friend Wade had a whole silo full of soybeans because it cost. Uh, he would have to sell them for less than what it cost him to grow them, so he kind of has to do things a certain way, you know. Right. But what, but what you're tasting is, uh, beginning in the '90s, the soil is, in a lot of cases, just completely depleted, you know. Yeah. So. Uh, well, it was awesome, and then you've got my tomatoes going. I mean, <laughs> it's uh, we were just we were just out there. I just have this little garden, four tomato plants. And wait till you see the, wait till you see the images. I mean, it's it's just pure white sand, nothing there. Barry looked at my soil and goes, "This is the worst soil I've ever seen." I never saw anything like <laughs> it in my life. I couldn't get the water to go in. I, I couldn't look, look. What I brought along was, you know, I can't imagine if someone just had like decent, uh, uh, gosh, I mean, Oklahoma soil and did what we did. It just would be just uh, a grade A farm soil with what I brought along the first time when I came. And had I known that, I would have brought a dump truck, Alan. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, but, I mean, I've never – it isn't just that it's sand. It's just it's barren of any nutrients. There's no color to it. It's it's white like hourglass sand, and the water was beating. It was like a rain jacket, you know. Yeah. yeah. It took like a good week for it to even soak in and start soaking in down there. Yeah, I never – you know, i got to admit, you know, if if, if we – whenever we decide to extend it, I think we'll wet the yard down when the sod – if you want to call it sod, uh, I, I, I'm just shocked that the grass grows for you. Yeah, I don't know how Donna had all that brought in, and and uh, doesn't grow much though. But that's but a good thing. It's just pure sand. But you're, you've got the images. I'm going to have the images, so it's going to be up on a website soon. Because this this is really it's really awesome what you're doing. Because I mean, if you had told me, and you had said a lot of people here in Florida trying to trying to uh, grow their own garden just gives up. They give up real fast. And I can see why. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, if I hadn't had you, there's no way. I, I mean, I wouldn't have known all that. But um, the the product that you have, too, um, I, I mean, it's just amazing. I mean, wait, wait I, I, I'm just ready for your website to get up. <laughs> I want people to see this because if you had told me, I, I just wouldn't have believed it. There's just no way. Yeah, well, it's a little bit like kind of where, where science meets uh, the, the hoe, you know, the shovel. Yeah. So, but I kind of would it, it's got everything in it that the plant needs and therefore everything in it that your body needs, you know. So I'm pretty particular about what I put in there, you know. Um, a lot of things are uh, trace. There's very, very little of them in there, but, you know, it, it affects brain chemistry. You know, it affects your immune system. It affects things like that. That so you know there's really a lot more benefit than the fact that I mean I don't even know what tomatoes cost I can tell you this that when I moved to Florida in 1994 and stopped eating them because I just was used <laughs> to having the first class stuff my father grew you know yeah well you know what my next thing is what uh uh-uh. you've got to help me what's that <laughs> lettuce oh it's coming yeah it's coming well I got to get that in soon that's around now you want to shove that in the ground so. man I, I I can feel some um. Good salad coming on. <laughs> it's going to be first class. And <laughs> get, get, get some bread. I don't know if you like uh, tomato sandwiches, but uh, my family lives on them. My my, my uh, 18-year-old son, he, he looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger. You can't imagine the effect it's had on him. You know, Well, obviously he lifts weights and he, and he, you know, he, he does all kinds of things like that. But since he's been getting the, the right nutrition, the, the, the changes in him are, are something. He's pulling straight A's. He's going to college. And, you know, I'm not bragging. I'm just saying that if, if, if you take a car, okay, and you put 85-octane gas in it, this is the best comparison I can make, it'll run down the road. Yeah. 
Okay, 100,000 miles later, it'll still run down the road, most likely, you know. And uh, every time you come to a hill, it's going to ping, it's going to carry on. The car will still be running. On the other hand, you get to the end of 200,000 miles, and all that pinging you're hearing is caused by the, the valves pinging. You're going to have a catastrophic engine failure, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, so it isn't, you know, I just, I'm just saying that as a society, we're we're actually we're overweight and and suffering from a form of malnutrition, you know. Oh yeah, no doubt. <laughs> just turning it into on the garden show, ain't it? <laughs> well, that's okay. No, you got me started. I mean, it's what I like my life, you know. And, well, uh, no, it's cool because uh, I've been wanting to get the word out there about, uh, you know, greenfreedomonline.com coming because it's really, really awesome. And uh, let's see, we've got, uh, let's see, Joey in the uh, chat room, trucking and humor can make a nice combination. Yeah, Joey, I think you came in a little bit late, but our guest, uh, I think he got called out on business, so... We don't we we don't have John Wayne here. I mean, I I can try to do a John Wayne. I mean, you know, uh, well, just reach for that gun, Pilgrim, and it'll be the last thing you reach for. I mean, that's about the best I can do. Listen and listen, good Pilgrim. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Hey, for anybody that tuned in to, to hear the uh, to hear chat, I, I like I say, I apologize. Obviously, we've got some wires crossed, and we'll reschedule them for. Uh, what do you got opening a couple Sundays from now? Uh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure there's a missed email in there somewhere or something. He's he's a good guy, and I, you know, for people that expected a humor show. Well, I did have one joke. What's that? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> how, how do you know that your wife's having an affair with a tanker driver? How do you know if your wife's having an affair with? I don't know. Be, because when you get home after a week on the road, he's still trying to back out of the driveway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, you know, tanker drivers never put it in reverse. You know that, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, right. These guys with these fifty-three foot boxes. You know, like, you know I was at, I was at a, a truck stop the other night. There's a couple of them out there that ain't so good too. But you know, the what now? There's, there's a, I was delivering a truck stop, and uh, I was watching a guy. He was the whole. I don't know. It take thirty minutes to deliver, and he was still trying to back in. So with tanker drivers ain't alone in that, you know. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sure. So, so that's anyway, part of it. Yeah, that's about the only trucking joke I got. You know, <laughs> I had a couple mother-in-law things, but I think I told them already. You know. <laughs> oh well, that's all right. You know, things happen. So yeah, but I mean, like I was saying, I've, I've been I've been wanting to get the uh, info out there on your greenfreedomonline.com coming up anyway. So yeah, if, uh, they, if they if they. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying it's just it's just awesome because I mean I'm I'm cap I'm capturing it all in pictures and you can actually see these vegetables grow in nothing but pure Florida sand with what with what you have to offer. So I think a lot of people will be uh, be interested in that and everything. So I'm going to check here, uh, open up this line here. I think this is Trucker Desiree. Are you there? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was you. I didn't know. See, I never know if you're listening or, or calling in. Well, I was just listening, but um, then people were asking me if I was going to call in, and I, I, I'm not getting that great of service because I'm out in the in the trees in New Hampshire right now. So my, I've had to call in a couple times to get disconnected. And yeah, I saw, I saw you popping in and out, but sometimes I know you're just listening. Yeah, I was kind of listening, but I sent um, Barry um, a couple DMs to suggest some people on Twitter for him uh, follow that I thought he would have some interesting conversations with. And you brought it up earlier when you put up to say the twitter.com forward slash Barry 1100. That's a lot of people don't know that how you can find It's kind of hard to find people in the beginning. When you just give them a little tag name, you're like, well, what do I do with that? So, uh, it probably sometimes it takes almost like a month for you to kind of get the hang of it and lo- locate people that you really want to find. So I had sent him a couple of people that I've talked to around the world different green things and just really interesting conversations going on there. So I just put a couple of tweets out with with his um, information I love, it, it, it's, a, it's a really interesting talk, and there's so many ideas being exchanged right now. 
Yeah, th- thank you, Desiree. I, I saw the messages. I was going to respond to you, and, and thanks for being patient. I, like I said to Alan, I'm a little Twitter dysfunctional at this point, but I, 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 I'm going to uh, click on all those uh, names that you put up there and, and uh, get, get more active, you know? It's, it's just too cool that there's so many people out there that you can share ideas with. Yeah, it's going to be fun for you. I can't wait to see what your, your ideas that you're doing because I heard you on the show a couple of weeks ago and there's so many different topics that you brought up were so exciting. So I can't wait to hear projects that you're working on and what your, what your findings are. <laughs> Yeah, they'll all be up there, and, and you know, my goal is to help people to the degree that they can do it for free. I mean, I'm, and Alan knows I, I'm real big on free, and there's there's ways of, of of doing it without hardly spending any money, and and doing it to the degree that a person, say in your circumstances, can or wants to, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I just uh, know what I. Uh, a little bit here and there when I run programs and um, tried to keep up on it. I had gone up to Utah for a period of time thinking that I was going to do something similar and start trying to, you know, like plant the food and composting and all this. And it didn't, it didn't, I didn't get to do it, but I bought some books about it and it was big there, you know, on, you know, uh, canning the food, storing things and having a lot of survivalists sufficient. Um, the way that they live already, and, um, and I've seen that in different places, in different ways, and trying to put it all together. I understand there's a community in Colorado that they are like totally sufficient with their power being on the grid and stuff. I don't know exactly where it is. I just saw a show about them once. Yeah. Well, getting off the power grid, that's certainly part of it. I'm not <clears> the, the technology necessary to do that affordably is coming along. I mean, in the next year or two, it's something that'll be way, way easier for a person to pull off than they can now, you know? So mm-hmm. I haven't taken a lot of action on that. I listened to a, a lot of uh, information in the truck I, on MP3s and all about it. But right, right now, I'm, I'm not doing it, but it's going to be part of it as, as the technology becomes available and people that want to can. That's going to be part of what I'm going to have up on the website, you know? Cool. When's the website coming out? Excuse me? When's your website going to be complete? <laughs> you sound like Alan, Alan sends me emails. Where, where's the link, you know? Um, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. it, it kinda, I shifted gears. I started out with one form of software, and then I switched over to Dreamweaver, and a lot of what I've been doing is learning Dreamweaver. But it, it, with it, uh, mm-hmm. two Sundays from now, it was supposed to be up today, but it will certainly be up two Sundays from now with some some, some information and, and, you know, and just really uh, hopefully uh, get, get links to people with similar interests and, you know, link to a bunch of sites. And just to create, create a context where people that really want to uh, – want to do something can, can can get a lot of information without spending a lot of hours, you know? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> okay, well, thank, thanks, Desiree. Be careful out there. Okay. Bye, Desiree. Bye. Yeah, boy, oh, Desiree, man, she's she's a trooper. She's cool, yeah. She sent me a couple of like, emails with links to different people. And uh, I'm glad she's a patient person, you know, because I saw them up there, and I'm like, oh, man, you know, they've been up there a couple of days, and she's going to think, boy, this guy doesn't respond. But uh, like I said, with the, with the Twitter thing, I'm more getting into the groove with it. Your wife's been helping me. I, it's, it's not rocket science, but at the same time, you know, uh, using there's a, good, there's, a, there's a way to use it where you really can get the most benefit for people, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm excited about it. I didn't, I mean, there's a lot of people out there. You know, the other thing I want to throw into that, you know, I threw in the, the health part, and I, I could go on for hours about that. The difference is made in my own life, you know. And uh, and it isn't just the thing where you don't feel well. It's just the thing where you just don't roll out of bed and just pop out of the chair and want to do something, you know. Yeah. It, it's, like a, it's like a slow death, you know, and uh I can't explain the difference. The only thing you can do is see for yourself. It's just like you don't know how sick you are until till you start getting well, you know. Oh yeah, I know. I know. We've got. I don't know. I, I'm not allowed to make any health claims. Like FDA will bust me. I'm. I'm not. I'm just saying that people will feel better. In my opinion, okay. 
Well, I mean, definitely. I mean, you have to. It's all natural. But, I mean, it's just, I mean, you know, just just growing a garden and, and doing things like that. I mean, but like I said, with the tomatoes that you brought over, man, they were fabulous. But, I mean, again, if you had ever, t- if, if anybody had told me, I mean, if they could just see our yard out here, uh, it's just nothing but pure white sand. And, I mean, if somebody had told me, yeah, you can have a great garden out there, I would have just laughed. But, I mean, you're doing it, and we're going to have the pictures to prove it, too. Yeah, well, I've got some plans for trees. You mentioned trees. I, I got it figured out, you know. I did a lot of trial and error. I want to I throw that out there. Four years of trial and error and reading and reading and reading and reading and stuff like that, you know. And there's really good information out there, and there's some that's not as good, you know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I know you, you, you lost... You lost quite a few plants. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> to think down here, and, and uh, well, as a matter of fact, you know, I shoved those marigolds. I mean, uh, bugs do not like marigolds. Yeah. You can't eat them. You, you can't eat the marigolds, but if you put them in your garden, Florida is just unbelievable when it comes to bugs. There's nothing, and you know that you live here, but I mean, there's nothing in a person's life that can prepare them for Florida when it comes to bugs, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, see, I mean I'm from Oklahoma, born in Arkansas, raised in Oklahoma. And the soil out there is great. I mean, you can grow anything, especially Arkansas. Man, Arkansas has that, has that just that black soil. Oklahoma, western Oklahoma, where I'm from, has that red soil. But man, you could grow anything out there. So when I came to Florida, and uh, not realizing that you know everything's sand, I thought, well, that's that's the end of my gardening days. And then you came along, and with all your trial and error, and and you've got. You've got so much stuff growing in this sand. What do you, what are you growing now? Uh, right now, we just dug the broccoli up and shoved tomatoes in. We did, we did great with broccoli, Brussels sprouts, uh, cabbage, uh, fennel. I don't know if you're familiar with sweet fennel. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, Swiss chard. Uh, you're growing some weird stuff. Yeah, well, Swiss chard's a really, really great vegetable, and it, it grows... You know, you about grow, can grow year-round down here. Yeah, we did. We got hooked up. There's a lady in Montana who's friends with my wife who lives in the opposite of Florida climate. I just, you know, <laughs> I, she, it was funny. I've seen pictures from her house. And she lives outside of Butte, Montana, and she showed a picture from her. It just looks like the tundra. I just, I, <laughs> have you ever been to Butte? That's 5,000 feet in the air. I didn't know it was that high. Butte, Montana? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's got an elevation higher than uh, than Denver. Yeah, and it's way. How, how many miles north would you say it is of Denver? What is thousands? Ooh. Like hundreds, right? Quite a way. Yeah, I mean Denver's only a mile high elevation. Yeah, so she's in a situation where where she's able to take that climate and use some of these information that her my, my wife's been sharing with her. So it doesn't matter where you live, Florida. It, it is you know we're very fortunate we can grow stuff twelve months a year. I, you'd be surprised how many people are down here that don't even know that. Yeah, well, GreenFreedomOnline.com is going to show them how. <laughs> yeah, they're going to go there. They're going to be clicking on that site now. That's going to say, "Hosted by Host Monster." Barry, where's your site? You know, yeah, at least I could have put an under construction sign up there, huh? Yeah, yeah. Now, now, as far as fertilizer, we've got Zane in the chat room, and uh, he says he has a green thumb. Everything he grows gets fertilized. Now, is there anything that you do that's different? Uh, well, right now I'm using compost and manure as fertilizer. Yeah, but, but the uh, like the store bought fertilizer you don't use. I mean, this is that's why it's green. Right? It, 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 I, it, I have, I have. You know, when I first started cracking the sand, I have used commercial fertilizers. I just make sure that it's got micronutrients in it. But over the course of the last couple of years, we're we're switching over to 100% organic. Right. But it, yeah, yeah. In the beginning, yes, I did use fertilizer. Yeah, in the beginning during trial There's, and error. But that's what's so great about this green freedom thing because uh, you're getting away from that, and yet I have proof out here in my pure sand that it's growing without that stuff. Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that there's anything wrong with using fertilizer as long as you supplement. Because the fertilizer primarily has three ingredients, nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium. And it, it, there are, if you go to a local farm place, or uh, you, you may find it in Lowe's or places, I don't know, a lot, primarily at the big stores, all you're going to find is those three ingredients. But there's micronutrients. There might be a dozen or so of those thrown in with the, with the other three, which is a big help, you know. So I'm not, uh, like, against someone using fertilizer at all because I've used it. But the thing is, if you include compost in there, you'll get the rest of what your plant needs and the rest of what you, your body needs. Right. You know, so right now we're using compost 
and uh, rabbit manure, and both of which are free. <laughs> right. So, so that's a big deal. Another thing that a lot of people don't know and that I'm going to put up on the site is how to make a compost bin the right way without breaking your back. You don't have to flip it. You don't have to nothing. If you do it from the get-go right, you'll just put it in there, and, and uh, depending on, uh, on on the ingredients you use, three, four months later, you got compost, and that's without flipping it. Because I don't know if you ever try to flip a compost bin, but it's a lot of work. But there's little things like that that I found out, you know? Yeah, well, I saw what you did to my sand out here. I mean, it, it went from um, powder white sand to... Uh, uh, black soil. I mean, it was pretty cool. <laughs> we're we're working on it, but yeah. But as far as fertilizer, by all means, you know, there's I don't, you know, I'm not like uh, just uh, suggesting that you know if, if that works, good. But if it's the only thing that a person's using, then the, just the nutrient value of the vegetables. In other words, if you go to the supermarket, you look at that big red tomato, and it looks great. I mean, they're real good at, you know, they they got hybrid varieties they plant. I mean, it's got a little piece of stem on the top. It's $3 a pound. It looks fantastic. And you slice it open, it just it, it tastes like mush, you know? Yeah. But the difference would be the, the micronutrients that you're getting from the compost. And, and, and if you have them, are available. Not everybody does. But you can buy uh, black cow or one of those things and dump it in. And, uh, yeah. Well, they don't need that. They just need the green freedom compost. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, if that if that can grow out here in my sand, it can grow anywhere. So yeah. Let me, let me check this one line. I I, oh, yeah. I don't know if it's a um, listener or a caller. Let me open up the line line two here, and I don't have an accurate area code because it's an unlisted number. But if you're calling in to Truth About Trucking Live, go ahead. You're on the air. Hey there, fellas. Yeah. How you doing? Hello. I'm doing all right. I heard you. Uh, I was listening to the show. I'm coming from uh, Southern Illinois. Am I getting? I'm hearing some feedback. You hear that? Uh, I don't hear any, but but go ahead. You're coming from where? I'm coming from Southern Illinois, around Bloomington area. Oh, okay. How you doing? I'm not doing bad. Uh, I was listening to your show, and uh, I heard you guys talking about. The, uh, you know, I caught a little bit of it, and I heard you say something about what are you guys talking about planting? You said something rabbit manure. Rabbit manure? I heard yeah. something about rabbit manure. Rabbit manure, I use that as fertilizer, yes. You you use it for fertilizer for what? What are you for, growing? Uh, right, right now, tomatoes. Uh, uh, A little bit of everything. <laughs> yeah, tomatoes, broccoli, cabbage, <laughs> charred lettuce. It's we got a 12-month growing season down here, so... I'm just the, the winter crops are just finishing up, and I'm starting to shove the summer stuff in. It's actually the best type of manure to use because you can you can dump it directly on the garden. You don't have to compost it first. You know, it's uh, it's not that hot. Oh, I'm telling you, my cousin Glenn, he used to use some of that their uh, cow manure for some stuff. And uh, you know, I don't have a farm enough, and I just live kind of. I just moved into a little trailer uh, subdivision. Uh, but you know, he had uh, used some of that cow manure to grow some of his vegetables, and uh, they didn't come out too good. They didn't come out too good, and I, I'm trying to wonder why. I'm trying to help him out a little bit. He's not too. He's not too quick. He's a little slow. And uh, yeah. I just heard you talking about using certain fertilizers, certain rabbit, rabbit uh, droppings. I put it in. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, the cow manure. The best thing to do with that is put it in a compost bin, mix it with leaves, grass clippings. And, and stuff like that, and then and let it compost out. What happens with cow manure is it's real high in nitrogen, and it's and it's hot enough to actually burn the plant's roots. So what might have happened is that the cow manure burnt the roots on the plants. You know? Oh, that's uh, that's crazy. I, I was wondering. Uh, uh, I, I was I was trying to help them out because I don't know nothing about that. They're coming uh, or nothing, but uh, you know, uh, like I said, he, he ain't the brightest bulb, and uh, it starts to in the box. The boy got yeah. a forehead like uh, he got a forehead. Yeah, I think they call it a five head up here in Illinois. But uh, I think his cranium was a little off. He's a little off. But uh, the boy's trying. He's trying his butt off, and uh, I got to give him credit for that. You know. Yeah. Well, stay. You know, stay tuned in, and Alan will have a link at his site after a while. But when I get this link up, it, it'll it's going to go step by step exactly what he needs to do. But tell him if uh, usually rabbit manure you can get for free. You just find somebody that's uh, that that has them that's selling them for meat and they they'll let you haul it off for free i'm I'm big on free and you can dump that right into the garden it won't it, it, it's uh, just mild enough to do the job it's the only kind of manure you really you know should dump directly into next to the plants but yeah tell them that if you know you know anybody that's got rabbits or if you go uh, in a local uh <clears throat> the well local i mean website, the only the 
The only rabbits uh, that we usually get are, uh, I got this big ball python and uh, got to feed that big bastard sometimes. So what I do is I take a rabbit and I'm pretty sure when uh, the rabbit sees the ball python, I'll let him uh, drop some stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, the other thing that will work is leaves and grass clippings. Yeah, it's just a normal compost bin. The, the thing about it is when you're building the bin, you got what happens is people pile the leaves up in there and, and it can't get any oxygen. So there's the uh, a, a bulb planting auger, and and you use that and you, and you auger the top of it every so often. That allows the oxygen, and then it composts real fast. Also, the composting process uses nitrogen, so the grass clippings or the manure, any kind of manure, you know, but cow manure is fantastic to use in a compost bin. Tell them to mix the leaves and that together, get one of these augers. I bought it at Lowe's for 20 bucks, and that allows the oxygen in there so that the, the chemical processes with the microorganisms, it'll turn into, it'll turn into fertilizer. And if he mixes that with his dirt, man, he's in business, you know. Well, that's good. All I'm going to have to do is sit there and uh, download your show on my computer here and uh, listen for a little bit, and, uh, you know, I'll get all that written down, and, you know, I'll let him know. And then uh, hopefully, hopefully, you know, he'll think that I'm a, I'm a farming genius just by uh, talking to you guys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you will be. I, 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 I tell you what, the other thing that he'd want to – at the point you add the compost to the garden is agricultural lime. And what agricultural lime is is just simply the powder from a lime rock crusher. So you can't screw nothing up. Because I, I, if you use processed lime, you could make it too, too – too, you could mess the pH up. Make it too alkaline, so. But if you get agricultural lime, you can get it at any farm supply store. You can get it at Lowe's or Home Depot. I'm sure it's like three dollars for a forty pound bag. It's cheap, and you throw that in with the compost, and that'll neutralize the acidity in the compost. But yeah, it's oh, real please. simple. It's real simple. And what what I what I'm gonna have up. That's the first thing I'm gonna have up on the website is is it with photograph point by point, real easy, and, and man, it works. It definitely works. Well, I'll tell you what, you're talking about not being able to mess nothing up. My brother Glenn, I mean, like I said, the cranium's a little little massive, so I think it's trying to bust through his head, and he's having trouble sometimes thinking, but uh, he can mess up some stuff, you know what I'm saying? he got some issues. Is he a truck driver? No, he's just a farmer, and I don't know how he lives. <laughs> uh, well, we'll help him out, you know, like I say, that if, if the Properly made compost is just a, a blessing. I'm, the plants love it. You can't. You just can't. It, you know, my my garden looked like a Tarzan and Jane movie. I mean, the stuff just grows unbelievable, and it's just uh, all with pretty primarily free stuff. Yeah, this stuff's pretty cool. So just uh, keep your eye open for GreenFreedomOnline.com because, like I said, I don't know if you heard, but right here in my backyard, I don't have anything but just pure sand. Barry said it was the worst soil he ever seen. And he brought over his Green Freedom compost, and, man, tomatoes are shooting up nice and green. I mean, and we've got images to show it all as it goes through, and I ought to have tomatoes uh, when, Barry, July 1st? Uh, June 1st. June 1st, On, the, on so, the, the yeah. one kind of plant. I got you real fast plants, you know, intentionally. You know, well, that's, that's something that's specific to Florida, but beginning in mid-July, I don't care what you put in the ground, it's, 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 that heat is probably going to kill them, and then you replant about the uh, third week in August. You put in a second crop of tomatoes. That's, uh, that's well, I'll tell you what. What's that? What's that? Uh, that website again? The green what now? Green Freedom Online, all one word. Green Freedom, Freedom Online. Online dot com. Yeah, it's going to be up in two weeks. If you, if you, you, it, it exists. If you go there now, it's just going to say uh, site sponsored by Host Monster. So there's nothing up there. But the first thing I'm going to put up there is how to make that compost because if if, if you aerate it right and you do it the right way, it's real simple and it's free. You know, for you know, or, or I, I eventually I'm probably, I'm probably going to sell bags of it. But but anyone that wants to do it in the comfort of their home can. You know, so it's going to be free information up there on how to how to pull that off. It'll help your brother immensely. Well, that's good because, uh, you know, he sits there sometimes, and I know that with that uh, cow manure, he was sitting there with, uh, what was he doing? He had these uh, mushrooms that was growing off him, and I think he was eating them, and he was getting a little Lulu and uh, running around saying he was seeing colors and voices and stuff like that. So I don't know if uh, he's, uh, like I said, he ain't too bad, that boy. He leaves a, a few, uh, what do they call that, a few donuts uh, short of a baker's dozen. But, uh <laughs> Well, we're, hey, I'll tell you what, he starts getting some quality mineralized uh, uh, produce into him. It'll turn his brain back on, I promise you. It, I like, hope so. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have that boy listen to your show. I'm going to play it back for him. Maybe, uh, maybe you know what, know what I'm going to do? Forget that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to it again myself and write this all down. I'm going to give him a call. 
And uh, when I do that, uh, I'm going to make them think that I'm the genius because, again, he's a little slow. You know, we like to call him special ed sometimes, even though his name is Lynn. <laughs> People call me that, too, but, you know, hey, hey, at least you got a brother, huh? There you go, my hey, He's great. My brother's great. I used to pick on him all the time, hanging from his toes. You know, got to do what you got to do with brothers. <laughs> yeah, we all got him, yeah. <laughs> All right, there, fellas. Well, fantastic show. I'm going to keep listening, and uh, I'm going to go check out that website, and uh, especially in two weeks when everything gets up, and uh, you guys keep on the show, and uh, root on that NASCAR, fellas. All right. Well, thanks for calling, and, yeah, keep an eye out for greenfreedomonline.com. It's just, it's just unbelievable. Pre- uh, appreciate you calling. We've got four minutes left, and I'm going to try to get this other caller in here real quick, if they're a caller or a listener. Um, area code 940. Go ahead. You're on the air. How you doing? This is Silver Surfer. How you doing? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Well, I just finished helping the neighbor out with a living room wall. It's looking pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't able to join in sooner. I, you got to help your neighbors out, right? I hear you. Well, our, our, our guest must have got called away because we were going to have John Wayne and and Rodney Dangerfield. Man, we were going to have some celebrities on here, but he didn't show up, so Barry... Barry's real big into this green, and he's going to be launching GreenFreedomOnline.com here in a couple of weeks. So we've just been talking about uh, how you can grow things in the Florida sand. All right. Well, good deal. Hey, anything that's going to help us out, you know, things are going to get kind of tough when the hyperinflation starts, and it'll be nice to be able to grow your own stuff and your own fuel. I'm, I'm looking at uh, I got an old, old Ford, 82 Ford's carbureted. And uh, I'm getting ready to pick up some bigger jets so that I can try and find a way to build a little still out in the backyard in a barn or something and make my own fuel. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, I'm going to have some information, eventually, some information about exactly how to do that, although it is that information is available and, and anybody that's handy can. But, yeah, that's definitely doable. <laughs> yeah, it just we just gotta watch out for them revenueers. And I'm getting ready to build a about like a eight by twelve shed out in the back corner of the yard, and uh, I'm gonna see if I can get away with. Yeah, I'll probably go down. We're we're a real small town, so I'll go down and talk to the uh, head police officer, uh, good old Holcomb, and uh, see if he can turn a blind eye to me doing this. <laughs> the permit's free. I, I, I can't tell you off the top of my head. If you if you go online and Google uh, still permit, the, I, I believe it's free or it's five or ten dollars. But you can actually get a permit as long as when you make the fuel, you dump a little gasoline in it so it's not drinkable. But if you, <laughs> but you can. It is legal to do, and it's not hazardous at all. There's no fume. There's no explosive fumes or anything. It's not like people think. But well, if you yeah. want some of that, if you want some of that special fuel, just go up into the go deep into the Kentucky hills. You'll find some. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Drinking out of a mason jar, man. That's it. <laughs> There's nothing like having a split a splitter on the fuel line so you can fill your cup while you're rolling down the road. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, thanks for calling in. We've got we're down to two minutes. Yeah, we we mentioned you earlier in the show all the good things you're doing and everything and getting the word out and helping truckers and uh, we're watching you and we really appreciate all the all the work you're doing out there. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, we. Uh, we're not going to give up. We're, we've kind of made a commitment a few years back. Well, I made my commitment years ago, but me and brother's been really active and speaking out for quite a few years. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome. And, again, your, his, his site is the, the, uh, the com. Check it out. It's just a great site. Uh, we're down Thanks. to 90 seconds. So, uh, again, hey, I really I really appreciate you uh, calling in, and we'll be uh, keeping in touch with you. And, and again, we, we really appreciate everything you're doing for truckers out there. Uh, yeah, I'll see if I can join you a little earlier next week. That's that's fine. We'll be on here. Yeah, well, right. hopefully we'll have the comedian on. I'll I'll I'll, get, I'll try to get that together. So it might be a late post for the show, but we're gonna try for, shoot for next Monday. Try to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, hey, thanks a lot again. Okay. Thank you. All right, Barry. Sixty seconds. You've got a uh, you've got a um, special. Uh, what is it? Message for the day for us? You didn't? <laughs> I, well, yeah, I, yeah, well, you know, I didn't come prepare for that. Norman Vincent Peale, shoot for the moon, and if you miss, you'll land amongst the stars. There you one go. Of my, I got a trucker version. <laughs> okay? Yeah. 
shoot for the moon. And if you miss, you'll land in the Kuzwachi truck stop. <laughs> Flat on your back in a puddle of 90-weight oil. How about that? Oh, man. <laughs> That'll work. That'll work. All right. Hey, appreciate everybody joining us today. Join me again Tuesday, this coming Tuesday. Uh, we'll be on at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll be looking forward to it. So until then, Barry, thanks. You're welcome. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Thanks again, everybody. Bye-bye.